Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com careers. At Vinton County National Bank, we believe in supporting the areas where we live and work. Now, we'd like to honor those who also serve our communities. Our new Community Champions account is especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. This account offers rewards, discounts, and other benefits to those who give so much to others. Vinton County National Bank, rewarding those who serve. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show right here on Main Street TV, where we are here with um, Dylan. Yeah, I'm here today. Yay, not behind Dylan. the computer like I usually Well, am. you're always here. It's yeah, I'm always here. here, but you can never see me. And like, even you probably can't see me too well because I'm just like got that monitor in my face. You're kind of like, did you ever watch, um, what was that show called with um, Home Improvement? Did you ever watch Home Improvement? No, but they improve homes, don't they? No. What do they do? <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of. It was like a sitcom back in the 90s or whatever. But so Tim Allen had this um, neighbor and his name was Wilson. And he always talked to him and he gave him advice. But you never saw his face because they talked over a fence. Oh, like Mr. Feeney. So, yeah. So all you saw was this much of Wilson. Do you ever see Wilson? I don't think so. That's kind of a weird And so character. that's kind of what you're like over there. Yeah. I mean, guests probably don't even know I exist half the time. <laughs> <laughs> you're like my husband. People think you're just a figment of my imagination. Yeah. You just hear like, hey, Dylan, did you get the button? And just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do that sometimes too. <laughs> but anyway, no. Um, so we had a guest today and they said, no, well, they had something come up, and and that's okay. Yeah, but here here's the interesting part. It's always fun when this happens. We're gonna have triple guests this Friday. Well, not this Friday, next Friday. Triple guests? Or maybe it is this Friday. Triple I'll have guests. to ask Matt. Triple guests. That's Tri three S's. Guests. Guests. Yeah. Get guests. It's like a snake. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like snakes? I hate snakes. I hate snakes too. They just creep me out. I keep getting these suggested feeds on Facebook of like snakes and I just don't like it. I like snakes even less now thanks to Facebook. Yeah. I think um, I didn't realize I was afraid of snakes. I had no idea. And Jamie and I were out working on our land one day and he was like, I don't know, like 20 feet away from me. And the snake came slithering up and it looked at me. And it, it hissed at me. Out. Yeah. And I froze and I couldn't move. And he said, just keep walking. And I was like, it was like, you know how people say they're frozen in fear? And like, I didn't realize that was actually a thing, but it yeah. actually happened to me. Like, I could not move. I couldn't speak. I was just like, and it, and it raised up and it went at me. Yeah, my snake experience I, I was, was never that scary. Yeah, I don't ever want that to happen again. And I think it was just a... I don't know what kind of snake it was. It was black and it had red on it somewhere. I don't know if I've ever heard of a snake like that. I don't know. It was probably just a basic snake, but I didn't really want to find out. Yeah, I had a... I don't know what it would be. It was like a little snake like this big. And I was just walking down my yard. And I, I, don't, I don't wear shoes sometimes, so I was shoeless. And I was on gravel, oh. actually, so that was kind of painful. But uh, <laughs> I was just walking, and I looked, and I just saw the little tiny snake just staring at me. And I was like, is that a snake? And I kind of had to, like, lean in. Like, maybe it's a toy, you know? Like, maybe it's by yeah. a trash can. Maybe someone threw away a snake toy, and it just missed. And I kind of, like, leaned down at it, and it just stuck its tongue out at me. And, like, it didn't hiss. It just stuck its tongue out. <laughs> That's bad enough. Yeah. So I had my dog with me, and I just picked up my dog and took off. Good thinking. Yeah. I yeah. never saw that snake again. <laughs> That's good. 
<laughs> yeah, snakes are weird. Yeah, they I are. I don't even know, like, what, like, how does that happen? Like, I know they say, like, evolution and stuff. Was there just, like, like, one day, like, people were evolving and one was just like, nah, I'm just going to not have legs. Yeah, I'm just going to be this long body that, like, Yeah, like, slithers. I don't, I don't want to walk around and, like, chase things. I'd rather just slither across yeah. the ground. With a forked tongue and And, like, that kind of makes you wonder, like, are they connected to snails? Like, because snails don't have legs either. They don't hiss at you, though. True that. Just kind of boat along, I guess. I don't know. If I had to listen more to Mrs. Richards in biology, I'd probably know the answer to that situation. You know, I did pay attention in biology, and they told me lizards don't have legs either sometimes. But they're not snakes. I don't yeah. know that I've ever seen a lizard without legs. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Nature's weird, man. It is super weird. Super weird. Well, we've come up with some things to do today because we had a guest and unfortunately he could not come, but we'll we'll reschedule. Um, but I did get a a message here from our friends down in Oak Hill. And do you like to play bingo? I do like to play bingo. Bingo's fun. It is. Like who doesn't like to play bingo? I don't know. Someone that just doesn't like bingo, I guess. I mean, how do you not like bingo? Weird people don't like weird things. I well, know. cool things. I know. Well, there is a bingo night, and it's a fundraiser for the Oak Hill High School class of 2024. Um, it's going to be Thursday, October 19th in the Oak Hill High School Cafetorium. The doors will open at 5. The games will begin at 6. Um, there will be advanced tickets for $25. At the door, they are $30. And you can contact Dina Spriggs or the Oak Hill uh, High School office for tickets. And they'll have like all kinds of prizes and things like that and concessions available. So that is Thursday, October 19th. So not this coming Thursday, not tomorrow, but the next Thursday. So that would be fun. It would be fun. You can play bingo, have some fun, and win some stuff. Win some stuff and help out the class, this year, senior class. Yeah. So so you're a 23. These are the 24s, huh? Yeah, and it's weird to think that the class below me is seniors now. Like, that's how it works. I mean, that was me one year, but it's just, it's weird, know. you know? Do you, you feel do like it. all, like, old and mature now? Kind of. It's like just... I don't know. You just watch everything pass by now. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me about it. So the weird thing is you're the class of 2023. 20, mm-hmm. I was the class of 93. Hey, we both landed on threes. Yeah. 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? Oh my gosh. I cannot believe that. And you're going to be in 30 years be going, wow, I can't believe it was 30 years ago. Yeah, I'll probably do that someday, but we got some time till then. <laughs> yeah, well, before you know it, it'll be here. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> so anyway, so we had the um, our friends, the cast of Misery, here uh, yesterday on the program, and they were so much fun to talk to. And they were. I just don't know if there's like a more passionate group of folks about what they're doing. And don't forget that Misery will be at the Marquet this coming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So you have three opportunities to see it, and it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, and they were talking about, like, their training methods and, like, how they practice. I was never that devoted in high school. (laughs) (laughs) You were lucky if I remembered my lines. Well, that's how I always think. Like, what if you just get up there and, like, freeze? Then what? Well, I can tell you from experience, I got up there, and I froze. (laughs) (laughs) And all you can do is just stare into the audience and spout out some words, anything that pops in your mind just to get you unfroze, you know? My problem is the words that would spout out of my mouth would probably not be appropriate. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to basically just say, like, what do you want for dinner? And I got out there and I froze and it was like, uh, oh. Uh, uh, what what do you want for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> well, you just added more to it. Yeah, you put, uh, you put um, your own uh, spin uh, on um. it. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> That's funny. Well, we were talking with the cast of uh, Misery yesterday, and then during the course of our discussion, they brought up Elf Junior, mm-hmm. and that will be like um, kind of the production, the the kids' production that will be around Christmas time. But you actually directed last year's um, production, which was Kid Kringle, which is all youth done. 
Yeah, and it wasn't just youth done. It was also like Jackson done. Cynthia Stifler wrote the script. Yeah, absolutely. All so all locally done by um, our local people. And then Jules did the music for it. And um, so really, really cool. And um, so as we talked about that, um, we were laughing because you've got like misery, which is pretty dark and deep. And then you have... Elf Jr. coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're completely opposites. So you um, actually printed out some stuff and thought it would be kind of funny to like compare and contrast, I guess, right? Yeah, so what I was thinking was, all right, so here is my Misery script, and there is Elf Jr. So let me pull that. It's a lot of music. I can't really read that. There's it's just a lot like... of music. God, that takes me back to my piano lesson days. Yeah, I mean, I, I was in band forever, and I forget how to read this. What the? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So on page one, at least, I, no, that's actually page 10. I can't tell because half of it's music. It's all music. <laughs> There's so much music in Elf. You know what? Just stick with the synopsis. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I want you to read the first line, and then I'll read my first line. Okay. So... Th- here are the two scripts of Misery and Elf Jr., right? So, <clears throat> Elf Jr. The story begins at the North Pole as Santa Claus and his elves sing a Christmas carol in his shop, which is called Happy All the Time. Uh, their song is interrupted by the arrival of Buddy the Elf, who, despite an abundance of enthusiasm, falls short in his toy-making abilities. Yeah, so that seems pretty optimistic and happy, you know, just like... I mean, I can we're just, singing a song called Happy All the Time. <laughs> I can just imagine just Elf dancing around. So here is my first line. Misery. A single cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that doesn't give you much. So I'll read a little more here. Yeah. A single cigarette. A match. A hotel ice bucket (laughs) that holds a bottle of champagne. The cigarette is unlit. The match is of the kitchen variety. (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) The champagne, unopened, is Dom Perrigan? Perignon. Perignon. There is only one sound at first. A strong wind. New, another sound. Sharper. A sudden burst of typing as we, and then it cuts. <laughs> so, Elf Jr., happy all the time song. Christmas elves <laughs> enjoy themselves <laughs> by donning gay apparel or by singing songs in Santa's shop. Of course, I always like it when they sing a Christmas carol. Imagine that. Paul driving. And as he comes out of the curve, a stunned look hits his face as we cut. Okay. So I'll, I'll quit singing now. Uh, Charlie, the boss, expresses disappointment in Buddy, but the elves quickly chime in to make Buddy feel better. Charlie tells Buddy to take a break and asks Shawanda to pick up the entire the extra slack. Unaware that Buddy is listening, they reveal that Buddy is, in fact, a human, not an elf. Buddy approaches Santa for confirmation, and Santa reveals that Buddy, as an orphaned baby, had crawled into his toy sack and was accidentally taken back to the North Pole, where he was raised by the elves, uh, handing Buddy a New York snow globe. Santa explains that Buddy's father works in the Empire State Building, and doesn't know that Buddy exists. So there you go on that. Um, also, Buddy's dad is on the naughty list for his lack of Christmas spirit. That sounds sad. It does. And being on the naughty list because you're not very enthusiastic, that would kind of suck. <laughs> Especially as an adult. Yeah. I mean, I, I imagine the older you get, the harder it would be to like be optimistic around Christmas time. And then Santa's just like, hey. That's bad. Yeah. You're on the naughty list. <laughs> How dare you not love Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> so yours is very positive. Yes. I, back to back to you. <laughs> the wreck from outside. And we're close to it now. 
with the snow coming down ever harder. Already bits of the car are covered in white. Paul, just Paul period, he's inside and doing his best to fight. Fight is, but his consciousness is going. He tries to keep his eyes open, but they're stills. Slowly, he manages to reach out with his left arm for his briefcase, and he clutches it <laughs> to his battered body. <laughs> the music continues on, but Paul is far from listening. His eyes flutter, flutter, flutter again, and <laughs> <laughs> now they're starting to close. The man is dying, motionless. <laughs> it's so deep. He still clutches the battered briefcase. Hold on the case, then the briefcase in Paul's hands as he sits at a desk. I'm wondering if it's like, obviously it's not poorly written, but it sounds terrible as I'm reading it. It sounds like (laughs) choppy. Am I just not intelligent enough to read it? (laughs) No, I think you're just, it's just, (laughs) it's just a weird flipping play. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just keeps going all intense. Now we're back in New York City and, I don't know, Marcia Stendel. That's an interesting name. She walks in and uh, she gives him a poster. <laughs> I just, like the smoking. What was it? Something about a cigarette. A single <laughs> cigarette. It just, I think it said like smoking period. A single cigarette. A single cigarette. Period. A match, period. So <laughs> the funny thing is, so this happy, so happy all the time is like the first song in this. So it's like Santa singing and fa la 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 la. Of course, I love each one of them, but Santa needs a breather because they're just so happy all the time. <laughs> I think he's talking about it, elves. <laughs> they're oddly happy all the time, happy all the time when we sing until we're bluish, Santa. Wishes he were Jewish. What? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. I can't believe they even say that. What? Um, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm looking to see what the other songs are. I'm trying to find part of it that's just not like incredibly intense. In Misery? Yeah, <laughs> honey, there is no part of misery that is not incredibly intense. Maybe I found it. I don't think so. Paul's legs. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing not intense about Paul's legs. I'm just saying. From the knees down, he resembles an Egyptian mummy. She's splinted them with slim steel rods that look like they're hacksawed remains of alumni al- alumnian alumni. Aluminum. Aluminum, honey. (laughs) Aluminum crutches, and there's taping circles around them. From the knees up, they're all swollen and throbbing and horribly bruised and discolored. Paul, lying back, stunned with disbelief. Annie, it's not nearly as bad as it looks. You have a compound (laughs) fracture of the tibia in both legs and the fibula. I I don't know these words. Fibula, that's part of your leg, honey. And the left leg is fractured, too. I could hear the bones moving, so it's best for your legs to remain immobile. And as soon as the road opens, I'll take you to a hospital. Yeah. Very intense. So here's how intense um, Elf gets. Charlie, how you doing, buddy? I'm fine, Charlie, but I guess I'm not going to make my quota today. That's all right, buddy. Just tell me, how many Etch-a-Sketches did you get finished? I made uh, 85. 85? It's 10 a.m. and you only made 85? Only 85. Why don't you just say it? I'm the worst toy maker in the whole wide world. I'm a cotton-heady ninny muggins. You're not a cotton-headed ninny muggins. You have lots of talents. Uh, Special talents, in fact. Like, uh... And then one elf says, you're the best basketball player in the whole North Pole. I bet he would be. I would say so, considering he's human. And you're the only baritone in the Jingle Singers. 
real life problems, real world problems. So my words Cotton over here, ninny muggins. Yeah, I my words are that. like aluminum, and I was struggling, and you got <laughs> cotton headed ninny muffin, and got, <laughs> you nailed it first go. <laughs> oh shoot! Uh, yeah, I love that there's a, a an elf called Shawanda that cracks me up. Shawanda. Shawanda, it's so cute. Um. Yay, a cocoa cart. A cocoa cart. See, it gets better after he's a cotton-headed ninny muggins. It did get kind of sad there for a moment, but I bet that's the only sad part of Elf. Of Elf? Yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of sad when he thinks that his dad's going to be the best dad in all the world and he treats him like crap. But Yeah, that part's a little sad. But, I mean, at least his legs aren't bruised and wrapped up like a mummy. So you want to hear <laughs> the, um, the, the ironic thing about... Um, both of these. What James Caan is in both of them, the movies. Would it surprise you if I don't know who James Caan is? No, it would not. Yeah, I never heard that name before. Um, have you ever seen The Godfather? No. Have you ever seen Elf? I have. He's the dad. The not the world's best father. Yeah, I remember the dad, but I don't remember him from like anything else. Was he in like anything super popular? Or maybe yes, the Godfather. But besides the Godfather, <laughs> Elf, <laughs> <laughs> Misery. <laughs> no, did you ever watch the show Las Vegas? Mm -mm. He was in Las Vegas. He was just—he's an actor. He passed away, unfortunately. But here, I'll show you. We'll look him up. We'll Google him. So I know the like plot of Misery is basically he has to write a play for this girl, Annie, because she's kidnapped him. But like, does he actually finish it? I don't remember. It's been forever since I saw. Because I kind of yeah. have seen bits and pieces of Misery, but I never watched the whole thing. Yeah, I don't. It's been so long. It's been like 100,000 years since I... Um, since I saw it, but, uh, so I'll try to find something that's more, uh, so yeah, he was in the Godfather in 1972, which even I wasn't born in 1972. <laughs> so, um, he was also in the Godfather part two. Um, let's get up closer to like today's world. So he was in misery in 1990. So that's when misery came out. Um, so let's get up closer to, Elf was 2003. My God, that was 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, I'm looking for something more popular. Elf's kind of like a family ritual for us. We always watch it every year. Yeah. It's one of them movies. Same oh, with, for sure. Uh, um, I'm trying to remember the name. A Christmas Story. Yes. Christmas Story for sure. It's always those two. Yep. Um. Here's something that's always confused me, though. A Nightmare Before Christmas. Is that a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? That's a fair question. It's kind of like his Die Hard a Christmas movie. Yeah, that one kind of always seemed more like it's not a Christmas movie to me because I'd never seen it. But the more I've read the plot and stuff, it does seem kind of Christmas. I mean, it's based around the entire movie is based around a company Christmas party. Yeah. So is it a Christmas movie or is it not? I don't know. These are fair questions. So, yeah, I'm looking to see what if James Conn was in anything that you would know and probably not. Uh, did you know Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? I have watched that. Evidently he was in that. I have not. So, Undercover Grandpa. I never heard of that one, but a Cloudy with a ch uh, Chance of Meatballs was always one of my favorite movies. And if I know who the, uh, the character he played, I might know him. Cloudy. He was... I mean, this is this is like made for TV stuff right here. Uh, let me look here. James, oh, Conn, he was Tim here. Lockwood. Thank, thank okay, God. Yeah. I oh. know who he is now. Okay. <laughs> so, I, well, I'm trying to explain to Dylan who James Conn is because we were comparing it. So uh, our sweet Jeremiah is here. We were comparing and contrasting the play that's happening this weekend, Misery versus Elf Junior. And I said, the ironic thing is James Kahn starred in both of those movies. 
which is kind of weird if you think about it. Jeremiah, do you know who James Conn is? Yes. But have you seen him in anything else? You've never seen The Godfather? I'm not the only one. Homework. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, Jeremiah is on here and he's going to do some news <laughs> for us today. And Thank I'm going to. God, he's going to save us. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so it's kind of funny, though, and ironic that we're going to go from misery this coming weekend to to the next production being Elf Kinder, <laughs> where we sing the song Happy All the Time. <laughs> and in misery, I, I don't know, man, it's just super dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's real dark. <laughs> real dark. So, uh, no, that's really cool here. I'll give that back to you so we don't lose it. Um but yeah, so lots of fun things going on this coming weekend, and Jeremiah's here. He's going to do some news. Tell us about some things going on, because uh, Jeremiah has decided he's going to leave us the end of this week and go somewhere. Dang it. <laughs> so we're making him do news today. <laughs> well, come on over, buddy. and <laughs> Like the elf. <laughs> buddy the elf, hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. This is what happens when you go on vacation. You have to you have to do news. I well on I, a day I, that you don't normally do news. I volunteered to help. So. Well, thank you, buddy. We appreciate that. Um, you guys were talking about the the plays and productions. Yeah. Um, there's actually another production coming up. Okay. Uh, I think in November, um, Jackson High School will be doing something called I think Puff. Puff is that right, Dylan? Puffs. Puffs. What yeah. is that? It's, uh, it sounds like uh, like a knockoff of Harry Potter. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Oh. Yeah, from a different uh, point of view. It's from a different point of view. But it gotcha. says, uh, like when I was reading the description for it, it said um, a certain wizarding school and a, a, a certain wizard. And okay. So I'm sure we'll have some information about that coming awesome. up. But I'm, I'm not sure when Elf is. I, I would imagine it would be sometime in December. Yeah. So got several chances to catch uh, the, uh, you know, go catch a musical or a play in the coming months. You know, and you know, it's just fun to to come out around, the, you know, the holiday time and see all of the different programs that people put on and all of that. Because there's just a lot going on. Right. So, yes. yeah, fun, fun. So we're going to start off with a little, um, uh, little news uh, okay. that happened yesterday. Um, went down. You can go ahead and put the picture up, Dylan. Um Oh, the, dang, you are prepared. You got pictures and everything? Just, just this is all the photos <laughs> that you'll see uh, the rest of the rest of the stream. <laughs> so oh, it, my gosh. Yeah, so we oh, no. I covered a fire yesterday. Um, the Madison Jefferson Fire Department was dispatched to a structure fire. This is 4160 Gallia Black Fork Road. Oh, my goodness. This is down below Oak Hill in uh, Madison Township. And this was yesterday morning. That was Tuesday, October 10th at 11.46 a.m. The structure was fully burnt out by the time firefighters arrived on scene. A female was home at the time the fire began. She escaped, I was told, unharmed. And area fire departments responded as mutual aid. Don't have any other information about it, but um, it was like a trailer or a mobile home. And usually when those... Yeah, uh, catch fire that doesn't take long. Yeah, when the firefighters arrived on scene. Um, oh wow! It was just it was, you know. Yeah, gone. Just gone. Just fire. That know? is so, so sad. Uh, we we ran down to that uh, yesterday morning. I got a little well. It was yesterday afternoon by the time I got there because I got a little turned around because I'm not as familiar with that part of the county. Sure. Because um, you don't go. You know, Madison Township, Hamilton Township, down the southern part of the county too often. That's and right. I get a little mixed up sometimes on my state routes down there. So I'd gone out one and I needed to go out the other. I knew I was close, so I didn't have to backtrack very far. Um, so just wanted to share that. I have reached out to the Madison Jefferson Fire Department. They're supposed to get me a report um, that'll hopefully explain what happened, um, who, you know, who owned that structure, and um, a little okay. more information about you okay. know, what went on there. And oh, man, we're who, so sorry about that. Helped. Yeah, yeah, that's horrible. That is horrible. Um, so some crime news or court news, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Uh, on This happened last week on Monday, October 2nd. 
the Jackson County Common Pleas Court jury found 30-year-old Dakota S. Jones of Wellston guilty of a third-degree felony of failure to comply with the order or signal of a police officer. I don't know if Pete talked about this one on Monday. I I don't think so. No. Okay. Maybe. Uh, it was in. It's so. in. So we had this in today's paper. Okay. So um, he was found guilty of that third-degree charge. Um, it was a. Two, it was supposed to be a two-day jury trial was scheduled for Monday, October second, and Tuesday, October third. However, the trial wrapped up on the first day, and uh, his sentencing date is forthcoming. Okay. On that. Um, I don't know if you remember uh, no. this particular case because we have a lot. Fresh my memory. Yeah, on so this a little one. background on this one um, happened earlier this year. I uh, it was, was kind of interesting. This one, um, a lot of this I learned through scanner traffic because they were searching for this individual. So a little little bit about this. Um, okay. So he was he was indicted by the Jackson County Grand Jury in May for an incident that unfolded earlier this year. Um, it happened, it was Thursday, March 23rd. So it's been a little while ago when the incident happened. Um, according to police reports, Jones, who had a warrant for his arrest from a prior criminal charge, had fled into the woods to elude law enforcement in late March. He did get away, but was located later the same day. Before the chase with authorities happened, a passerby had called... It was at 8.20 in the morning. I called the Jackson County Sheriff's Office to report an adult male, adult female, and young juvenile walking the roadway on State Route 788 near Mercer's Sanitation. Mm -hmm. The caller advised at one point the male was in the roadway throwing his hands around and was possibly under the influence. Uh huh. That's why they called the authorities because they felt like something was off. Yeah. Um, a deputy with the Jackson County Sheriff's Office caught up with the individuals west of the U.S. Route 35 overpass bridge on State Route 788. When the deputy arrived on scene, they activated their light bar for traffic, and as they were exiting their patrol car, the male, who was wearing a hoodie and jeans, took off running through the adjacent yard, heading up to U.S. Route 35. The deputy yelled at the male individual to stop. However, he took off across the road, then dove into a creek bank, Cross the creek and continued to run. So there's, you know, your failure to comply with the order a signal of a police officer right there. Right. Um, I won't get into the female, but there was a female um, that was with this individual. And um, she happened to be on probation, was searched. Um, they found a uh, small black bag containing small crystalled clear substance which they, uh, what she told police was crystal meth. Um, law enforcement removed the drugs, handcuffed her, secured her, and uh, placed her in the back of the car along with the juvenile. I was going to say, what didn't you say there was a kid? Yes, a, a child a juvenile, there? and um, they were going to transport them back to. Um, it says authorities were advised to return the individual back to her residence until the solution with the mail was solved. And um, I guess they were on the route to her residence. And she said that they had no food or water at the residence and that she was hungry and hadn't slept and that all her family was using fentanyl. Okay. So she didn't want to uh, return back to that residence. So they decided to take the female and the child um they got a hold of the Child Protective Services for assistance in housing and treatment. And uh, CPS was able, with cooperation from the female, to enroll her at a treatment facility along with the child, her child. Okay. So a little, it's kind of like a little sidebar yeah. from this well, incident. Well, I think that the first thing that crossed my mind is, you know, what is the child safe? I right. mean, that's the first thing that I thought of when you were reading that. Yeah. I, so I don't know any more about the female. Um, sounds like they put her into treatment. Hopefully she's getting the help she needs. Yeah. Um, so then about a two hour search of the wooded area happened out there on state route 77, state route 93 and us route 35. Um, they received, there was high state highway, but this is where I heard a lot of the scanner traffic. You know, the high state highway patrol was out there, the probation department from the Jackson County Municipal Court, and even Oak Hill Police Chief Dave Ward 
um, arrived at the scene, he has a drone and helps search oh, the okay. area yeah. from uh, from above. And they never did um, they never did locate Jones out there in that wooded area. They ended up calling the search off at ten twenty seven a.m. So the initial call came in at eight twenty a.m. and they called it off. It was just a little over two hours. Gotcha. Two hours later. So later the same day, the uh, probation department was able to locate and detain Jones at a residence on Fairgreens Road. Uh, the deputies arrived on scene, took him into custody, and uh, that's where that one kind of ended. I'd said that you know he had a warrant for his arrest because of a prior yeah. criminal uh, incident. Um, so in in that matter, uh, Jones had that warrant for his arrest after he failed to appear in court multiple times in the past few years, uh, including two different times where he was supposed to be sentenced. Oh. And uh, he had been indicted on one count of aggravated possession of drugs, and it says it was meth, okay. uh, by the Jackson County Grand Jury. This was back May 25th of 2021. So that was a different incident. Gotcha. Um, but the matter, that, that matter has wrapped up. Um, the matter came before the, well, they, they had the arraignment, you know, in August of 2021. Um, he was present at that time, had pled not guilty, and was released on his own uh, recognizance. And um, that was kind of the last time they seen him until this uh-huh. matter here. And um, there was a jury trial that was supposed to be a four-day hearing for that charge in January of 2022, but it ended up being continued. Um, And then, you know, there was several other hearings and stuff, and um, he ended up entering a guilty plea on October 7th this year, 2022. This was after they had found him. For the other stuff. For the other stuff. Okay. Um, His charge was amended to attempted possession of controlled substance, a first degree misdemeanor. He was sentenced in back in May this year on that matter. And he received, um, 180 days in jail. And then he'll be on post release control and released. Um, we don't know on this, uh, fleeing from police, what he'll be sentenced on yet. I had checked uh, this week and there wasn't anything in there yet. Okay. A little bit about that. Oh Uh, boy. That one was, uh, one of the ones that's just a little, I don't know if convoluted is the one. It just keeps going. Just, yeah, kind of hard to follow. A little, you know, interesting to write there because he had two separate things. Yeah. You had to look back. But it's all kind of intertwined. All intertwined, yes. Um, uh, Did Pete talk about the spectrum to expand in Benton County? Yes. On Monday. Okay, so we'll we'll skip that since he's covered that. Uh, We talk about United Fund. Yes, a little bit. A yeah. little bit about the United Fund. Um, you He's know, needing more mo- needing money, money because right. they help so many folks. Yeah, yeah. United Fund of Jackson County, they uh, had a kickoff of a new fundraiser in late September. Yes. And um, they were just making an appeal to the public for financial donations to enable it to provide funding for 23 different community service agencies which serve county residents. And, um, this years past I've covered this and it was always a breakfast and it was always, it seemed like it was always the week right after Apple festival okay. when they would do it. Yeah. And they decided to, um, do something a little different this year. I guess they had a, uh, kind of like a picnic style mill at manpower park this year. Yeah. And, there they uh, are. Yeah. There you go. There's a photo that Mr. Wilson, Thanks, Dylan. Pete Wilson took there, the folks. Um, out there at Manpower Park, but they just uh, looked like they had a, a good time out there. And um, so, if if you feel like uh, you'd like to give to that organization, uh, you can reach out. That's United Fund of Jackson County. That's exactly right. They help so many folks um, out. They do so got, many different organizations list. that help. I mean, it just goes on and on. Yes, there's. Um, I got, I'll go over them real quick yeah, if you want. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, the, you know, some of these you may be involved with, or yeah, um, may have had help from. Yes, Dylan. Um, I was just gonna say, John's in this picture. How many organizations is John in? Don't, there are too many to count. <laughs> yes, John is everywhere. all of them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so the agencies that will receive United Fund allocations for the next funding cycle are the American 
Red Cross, the Salvation Army, the Community Assault Prevention Services, Boy Scouts, the Jackson Food Program. Yes. Um, the Jackson County Board on Aging, the Jackson Area YMCA, the um, it's uh, RSVP of the Ohio Valley, Oak Hill Recreation League, the Warriors for Christ, the Jackson City uh, Rec Department, the Southern Hills Art Council, the Fuller Center for Housing of Jackson County. I'm not familiar with that one. Are you, do you know that one? I I, I don't. I wonder if that's it's, something it's new. It's probably one of those that if you, we don't hear about, they, or they told you, you'd be like, maybe. oh, okay, yeah, right. Um, JVAC of Jackson County, Lillian Jones Museum, the Jackson County 4-H Advisory Council, True Sports, Oaks United, uh, Make Wilson Beautiful, My Brother's Place, Jesus in the Hills, Oak Hill Food Pantry, and the Jackson Area Festivals and Events yeah. are the organizations that will receive allocations in the next funding cycle. So, um so they take all the money that they collect and they break it up between those so organizations if, mentioned. If you kind of have missed this over, over the years, United fund uh, kind of replaced our version of is our version of the United way. Right. Uh, which is, is a national organization that helps, but you know, a lot of local people got together and said, Hey, we're raising all this money. And a lot of it leaves town. Um, I mean, it does come back into town, but like it also leaves town. Let's do our own thing, and every dime that we raise can it's run all off volunteers. Yes. Every dime we raise goes into helping uh, our local people in our local community, and so that's where the United Fund came in to kind of replace our version or our chapter of the United Way. Right, which which is which was a great idea to yeah. If you can get enough people to, you know, to oversee it and whatever, which they have, they have a nice board that's split between different representation from across the county. Very, very good. Um, I will say that donations can be mailed to the United Fund of Jackson County. That's P.O. Box two four two Jackson Ohio four five six four zero. There you go. So there's a little bit about that. Um, I'm gonna since we got a few sec or since we still got 15 minutes here. did we get into about a local <laughs> author on Monday? It's so fun. We had to talk about it, though. Okay. <laughs> he, he must have got into it. Um, local author. No, with the library people were in oh, the other Oh, they day. talk about it? Okay. <laughs> All right. Why is this Lizzie Borden thing so funny? I, it's not funny. So, I mean, she, like, whacked her parents with a hatchet, right. but it's so I didn't know, funny. I didn't know who it was. <laughs> I, I said the name aloud, and Alex. Shope, Everyone laughed. Alex Shope was like, "Yeah, I knew who that is." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, yeah." But uh, I, I just wanted to to mention this book um, that a local author had published. It's called "Someone's in the Kitchen with Lizzie." <laughs> um, Lizzie Borden's Kitchen Hacks and Victorian Hacks. hacks. Is it hacks? Yeah. Hacks and Victorian pun, recipes. Pun intended. Pun intended there. But uh, that's uh, Willard, Willard E. Ford the second of Wellston published this yes. book. Um, you can get it on Amazon, and uh, I believe there's some other locations that you can get it. But it's a 175-page paperback cookbook available through Amazon, and it was independently published in September. And uh, I just, yes, there it is. I just wanted to mention it because I knew uh, tomorrow um, that author will be there to discuss the book. And uh, so that's October 12th at six o'clock. Yeah. So go to the library and um, you can hear all hear all about it. Yeah. Stuff about it. It's going to be really, really entertaining. And I, and I will say if you miss, uh, if you miss that appearance and you want to travel down to the (laughs) Portsmouth public library, They'll be doing another presentation down there. Okay. Um, on Thursday, October twenty sixth at four o'clock, and there's also a book signing scheduled for happening uh, happenings there in Wellston. Yes. And the Haslett Mansion. Yes. And uh, they haven't released dates for those yet. But that's something you can look forward to. And if what you're time is he going to be at the our library tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, six. Thursday, October twelfth at six p.m. <laughs> is when uh, Mr. Ford will be there to discuss this book. Yeah. But I guess there was a lot of folks that um, got dressed up for some of the pictures <laughs> to recreate some of the 
Uh, Maybe we should pull up like the story of Lizzie Borden and try to kind of and like read it off to on here on the show so that people kind of understand why it's it's well it, there's a little bit of information here why it it's says funny. um it's not funny but it's funny i don't know why i laugh I, it says uh in 1892 borden was accused of using a hatch to hack her stepmother and her her um wealthy father to death yes. in their fall river home it says um after a trial that caught international attention lizzie was declared not guilty by the jury however a dark cloud of suspicion followed her for the rest of her life lizzie has been a topic of countless movies books artworks documentaries since she passed in 1927 yep and she got this so there's a big thing about the house too and i i think some folks like have gotten it and maybe fixed it up and there's all kind of weird stuff yeah about the house and Anyway, it's a unique story for sure. Okay. And then there's the the nursery rhyme, not nursery rhyme, but the little saying about it. How'd it go, Dylan? I forget. I don't know. I hadn't heard about it till the other day with the library. Let me look it up real quick. Yeah, look it up. I mean, it, that's this is what makes it like really funny. Is like, the nursery nurse a nursery rhyme? I I wouldn't say nursery rhyme. I would say a rhyme. I guess right. here it is. Yeah. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I I haven't heard that before. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Dylan, for sharing. I'm a poet. But anyhow, if you want to hear uh, hear all about that, uh, you can uh, go to the library tomorrow. And if you want to learn about some Victorian recipes, that's what the cookbook's all about. There you go. So... So there's also one bit of news I forgot I had. Um, Dinner in the Street, the event Sunday, October 15th, uh, will be on Broadway Street, and it'll be closed from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Like yes. the street will, so they can have this event. Yes, right. absolutely. I had that in my notes here to share. So oh, way you. to go, Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. You're welcome, Jeremiah. <laughs> I, I, I got I got into this well. So um, Anyhow, a uh, few other events going on uh, this coming week and the next week that I yeah. can talk about. The Hope Haven Schools Annual Fall Festival will be held tomorrow, Thursday, October 12th at the school. That's um, 822 Sellers Drive in Jackson. Yep. This is a split the pot dry lane food and more will be available. There will be a penny auction held from 4 p.m. to 5.45 p.m. A vendor fair will also take place from 4 to 6 p.m. And a live auction will be held from 6 to 7 p.m. And this year, um, it says with great honor and sadness, the Hope Haven School has announced that the Fall Festival will be in honor of the late Sandy Borden, yeah. who passed away recently following a uh, fight with cancer. Um, Sandy was involved in a lot of stuff. Everything. And uh, this was one that you'd always see her at. Yeah. Um, I know another one later this month is the um, Rotary Club's yes. Pancake Supper. And they actually have named that the Sandy Borden Pancake Supper this yes. year um, in her memory. So uh, be sure to go check that out. That uh, helps the school out there. And they will have a number of uh, vendors set up. And they usually have a wide selection of auction stuff. I've been out to that a number of times. Um, coming up on Friday, the Oak Hill Festival Flags is hosting a ghost and goblin ball. This is geared towards children, and it will be held at the Liberty Theater Community Center there in Oak Hill. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. Admission is $7 and includes a snack, drink, and a treat. It says there will be a costume contest with prizes. The event is for students grades 3 through 5. It says all children must be signed in and out by a parent or garden for their safety. And all the proceeds from that go towards the Oak Hill. Well, it'll go towards Oak Hill Elementary students so that they will be able to get free ride passes to redeem during the 2024 Oak Hill Festival flag. That which is, is held such Memorial a good thing Day, that they do. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend. So this is one, one of the many fundraisers that they um, utilize to be able to do that. Yeah, and it's, that's something um, they've been doing for a number of years down there. It's really great. They have lots of fun down in Oak Hill. They do. They do. Uh, coming up this Saturday, um, still on the same beat as Oak Hill, the Oak Hill Chamber of Commerce will conduct its 12th annual pumpkin walk. 
Speaking of time, fun and a big deal. Yeah, time time for that again. That is Saturday, October fourteenth, and it's held at Central Memorial Park in Oak Hill. There will be free apple cider and cookies available starting at six forty five PM and then they will light up the pumpkins at seven thirty PM. Uh, if you're interested in participating in this, you can bring a carved pumpkin to Central Memorial Park between 5 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. And the chamber will place all the pumpkins around the park. They'll insert the candle in it and light it up at 7.30 p.m. that evening. And then when the event's over, um, those who brought pumpkins need to take your pumpkins with them. Yeah. And um, children who participate will have the chance to win a prize in five categories. There's the best carved pumpkin, best painted pumpkin, scariest pumpkin, funniest pumpkin, and best of show pumpkin. And there will also be one prize for the best carved pumpkin by an adult. Nice. Now, I've been down to this number of times over the last 12 years, and uh, it's always really fun. Um, They place the pumpkins. There's a nice walkway um, there in Central Memorial Park, and they place those pumpkins every, uh, I don't know, five, six, seven feet or something. And uh, you can just walk. Kind of lights up the whole pathway and stuff. Um, yeah. Usually, usually it goes all the way around the walkway, and you can just start at the entrance. And usually, it um, like if you come through the entrance, they usually set them up to where you go to the right on the walkway, and you can walk it all the way around. And usually, there's enough pumpkins that come all the way back to the other Super side of the cool. walkway. So it's always really neat, and it's always um, it's always neat to see all the. Um, artistic abilities that folks in the county have um i know last year i went down for the pumpkin walk and i i'm hoping to go this saturday as well yep um there was um one for main street tv i don't know if you remember that or not there was a main street tv um, oh there was i forgot about that yes set up down there yeah yes and uh so that was really neat to see um i think rihanna did that or i her think daughter so did it. yeah her or her daughter yeah. had done that but there's always always a bunch of neat pumpkins down there and i know the one that i think one like best of show for the kids last year this is me going off my memory um it was like a pumpkin that looked like you know it looked like a human and it had like a pumpkin head and a hat but it was hooked up to a bluetooth speaker so like it would make like fart noises and, <laughs> or it would like say stuff. That's and, awesome. Yeah, it was really, really interesting how creative some of the kids get. Yes. With that. So if you're looking for something to do Saturday night, um, you can go check this out. It's only a few hour event, but um, it's always fun to see. Yes. Uh, another, since it's spooky season, can't forget about the Jackson County Fright at the Fairgrounds. Uh, they have that haunted barn out there. Yes. At the fairgrounds that uh, is brought to you by the Jackson County Fair Livestock Committee. Uh, it debuted this past Saturday, October 7th, and it'll be held Saturdays through the month of October. Uh, that out there opens, uh, it's 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. The cost of admission this year is $15, but all the proceeds go to a great cause. Um, it goes to the 4-H and FFA programs, and uh, they also say the fairground improvements down in that yes, area. absolutely. Um, this is always a fun time, and they work for weeks um, ahead of this, getting it, you know, all the dark corridors and oh, yeah. plans for, like, different rooms and stuff. Um, this, I don't, I'm not sure how many years this has been going on now, but oh, I know it's a been... A lot of years. It's been a number of years that the barn... It's at least been over a decade. Yeah. Because I think it started around the same time that I started doing news. Okay. So, but I know prior to this, they used to do like a hay ride back through the fairgrounds too. Yes. Was yeah. something they used to do. I think maybe a different group did that. But um, there, there's been years that uh, I used to go out and help with this because it used to be a guided tour. Oh. Now they just let you go and you got to try to find your way out. But you used to have tour guides that would lead you through to make sure you oh, would make man. it back out. But now they just let groups of people go. And you got to try your best to get. How do you get to out? make your way back out? Yeah, it's 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 interesting, and um, a lot of the 4-H and FA kids help with that out there. Yeah, uh, they're the scarers, so don't be the hitting. scarers. Yeah, don't be hitting children <laughs> you know there's odds are there's a child chil- yeah children. odds are there's a child behind the mask who don't yeah, <laughs> hit children yeah, i mean, there's times that. that that happens so yes 
Um, this coming week, we got a couple uh, closures to talk about. Okay. Um, the Jackson County engineer, Melissa Miller, has announced that a section of Sour Run Road will be closed starting Monday, October 16th for a culvert replacement project. The closing will be just east of Diggs Road and will last for approximately two to three weeks, depending on the weather. Okay. So that's one closure. Another closure, this is in Hamilton Township. Uh, Bear Run Road in Hamilton Township will be temporarily closed starting Monday, October 16th for a bridge replacement project. Bear Run Road. Bear Run Road in Hamilton Township. So it's down on probably the southern part of the county there. Uh, The closing will occur just west of the Jackson Furnace Road and will last approximately two to three weeks depending on weather. And this also comes from the Jackson County Engineer's Office. Okay. Um, you guys were talking about the Elf Jr. the musical. Yes. Uh, the Marquet Culture Arts Center has announced that auditions for the Elf Jr. musical is set. On, they'll have uh, an audition on Monday, October 16th, and again on Wednesday, October 18th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Marquet. Auditions are open to youth ages 7 through 18. Yep. Uh, those interested should prepare 32 bars of any musical. You can sing happy all the time. There you go. And uh, <laughs> this is a comp- accompaniment will not be provided. Uh, bring a music track with Bluetooth capabilities. Kids may be asked to do uh, something called a cold read at the audition. Yeah. That just means you read the script. Okay. So you may have to read the script. Yeah. Like you guys were doing this morning. Yeah. Just you like were doing, we did this morning. You were doing great. <laughs> Doing a cold read. Dylan and I were auditioning. We just didn't realize it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, we're about out of time, so we'll wrap up with some sports ball. Okay, sports As ball. I like to call it. Um, you got football coming up uh, <laughs> Friday. I keep thinking today. I keep thinking today's I, Thursday. I get all confused. My I days know. are messed I can't up keep this track. week. Yep. Um, so yesterday it was announced that pre-sale tickets for the Friday night Jackson High School football game against McCain are on sale. Tickets will be available at the Jackson High School, Jackson Middle School, Total Media, Sherrod Fox Insurance, and Sportabout. All tickets are $7, and all Jackson City school students may attend for free, it says. That's awesome. So that's really cool. A little bit about the schedule. We just mentioned Jackson. They will be playing. um, This is Friday, October 13th is when they're playing. It's McCain at home at 7 p.m., the Benton County Vikings uh, will be playing Nelsonville, York away. Okay. The game starts, kickoff at 7 p.m. Uh, the Oak Hill Oaks, haven't heard anything on them not playing. Okay. So they We're going to go that they are. They should be playing. Uh, it says Portsmouth West away. It's kickoff time, 7 p.m. And your Wellston Golden Rockets will be playing the Megs Marauders at home at uh, 7 p.m. kickoff time. Cool. So there you have it. There's a little bit about sports ball. Sports ball. Yeah. All the sports ball information. Yeah. Um, I will say uh, we got a minute here. Um, over the weekend, I got to go to my first high university football game. Fun. So that was fun. Um, went with my father-in-law and my, yeah. uh, my great aunt. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I'd never Very never good. been. I've been to like a spring game at OSU. Yeah. Um, I'm not much for sports. That's why I say sports ball, but, um, I had a lot of fun. Um, it was neat to see and uh, it was homecoming weekend. So there was a real good crowd there and they had like the alumni band and I got my picture. I got my picture with the Bobcat mascot. There you go. And, um, it was just really neat to see. I know our folks uh, like Porterhouse and them that work for the radio station there uh-huh. in Athens. They had a tent set up and were you know out there doing like a live uh, thing you yeah. know, prior to the game and everything. But it was a lot of a lot of excitement. Um, I know there was like an interception at one point, and I was like, yeah, you know, and. Uh, I got to see a rainbow at one point because there was hey. some rain. It was a little rain, you know, but lots of stuff. Yeah, lots of lots of lots of fun, um, and it's not too far away. You know, it's that's true. It's like and a big field, but close to home. Exactly, like it's Division um, One, like big time football, but it's not. Right. It's a big rigmarole. Is like if you're going to Columbus or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was fun. I'd, I'd go again. I'm glad you had so, a good time. And I, I think my, my father-in-law had a lot of fun. Good. I, you know, he's got two girls, so and I don't think they were <laughs> interested in going. He's like, you want to go to a football game? And I was like, 
yeah, let's go. Sure, <laughs> so, why not? Yeah, so we so we went and we we had fun. We had pretty good seats. They were almost on the fifty yard line. Oh yeah. So and I think we were on the Wade side, not the home side, but like it wasn't like the you know the section down closest to the field, but just up. Yeah. So like we were, I mean, it wasn't like a bad seat at all. So cool. That was a lot of fun. But anyhow, that's my. His sports ball That's update. That's my sports ball update. <laughs> well, Jeremiah, thank you so much for coming in and hanging with us this morning. We greatly appreciate you, and I know you have a lot of stuff to do, and uh, so we'll let you get out of here. Um, tomorrow, we don't know what we're doing, do we, Dylan? Somebody might be in about guitars. Okay. And Matt just told me somebody might be in to talk about guitars. I don't know anything more. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing, but we'll be back here tomorrow. So have a great day and we'll see you then. Thanks everyone for watching. Bye-bye.